Welcome to the Power of Advice series brought to you by Zurich Life Insurance in the Middle East. We're collaborating with industry leaders to educate our audience about the need and the power of financial advice so you can take optimistic action and secure your financial future. Welcome to the episode two of Power of Advice podcast. My name is Manoj Podwal. I'm the head of Zurich Advisory Network. October is a month of breast cancer awareness. Uh, organizations around the world, public entities, medical facilities, pharmaceutical companies, private corporations, they all spread a lot of word on breast cancer awareness. And rightfully so, because if you look at the our own research on, on a couple of areas where uh, if you look at the claims that we have paid at Zurich, uh, 84% of the claims we paid to women, uh, they were all related to cancer. Uh, and then we also realized that most of those claims are also regarding breast cancer. When we did a survey, 93% of the women in UAE actually are worried about cancer, but most of them are not prepared. So couldn't be a better subject than this, breast cancer awareness, uh, in this podcast of ours. Uh, in this podcast, we're going to not just talk about the different challenges that families and people go through if they're faced with cancer, but we're also going to uh, celebrate women in our lives and their impact on the society. And for that, we have two wonderful and powerful women with us for this podcast. Uh, let me introduce Richa Bhagnari. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. She runs uh, her, she's a founder and managing director of a company called You First. That's right. Uh, she helps people set up businesses in UAE. Yes. So if our listeners would ever want to know where to go, if they have to set up their business, that's you, sure. Richa. Sure. Welcome and thank you very much for the show. Thank you. She's also a cancer survivor. And we very proudly say you're a Zurich customer of ours yes. as well. So thank you once again, Richa, for being on the show. Thank you. And we also have Dr. Verushka. Uh, it's thank become you. a habit now to have sessions with you, doctor. Thank, thank you for you. once again gracing uh, such an episode with Zurich. Dr. Verushka is a specialist surgeon at the Prime Hospital, the Prime Medicals, um, and she specializes in breast cancer treatment. Thank you so once much. Once again, welcome to the show. Uh, Richa, maybe I'll start with you, sure. if you don't mind. Um, I think your story, Richard, is a bit familiar to a lot of us in Zurich and a lot of people who are following us on different social media uh, handles or social media apps. Um, maybe I'll then change that a bit and say, Richard, what did you and your family have to go through when you had to face something as devastating as cancer? How did you cope with that through the entire process of treatment? Um, so I can say that uh, no one is prepared. No one wants to hear the truth and the news that uh, they are diagnosed. And it's not only the individual who gets cancer, but the entire family who goes through the entire journey. And it's quite painful. Right. So it was um, very shocking, not okay. only for me, for my entire family, but uh, they stood with me uh, and they supported me through my entire journey, my family, my friends, my uh, 18 year old who was then 16 year old okay. he turned into a man overnight wow. so I had tremendous support and love from everyone right. wonderful <laughs> uh, I have a little bit of cheat sheet or cheat screen over here uh, just so that we there's a vast subject and I don't want to miss any of the points I'll probably just look at that um, Richard also the other th fact that you know, what kind of treatments did you have to go through during this entire process so, and how long did it last? Maybe. Yeah. So I was not very lucky, actually, with um, the diagnosis, because when I was first diagnosed, uh, they said that I would be not needing any chemos or any radiations. Mm -hmm. But um, when they did the surgery, um, when um, they realized that I would need 16 sessions of chemo and I would need radiation, 
I did go through that. Uh, I went through 16 sessions of chemo, 30 sessions of radiation. And uh, that was after my first surgery. I was uh, uh, very unfortunate because uh, while I wasn't during the radiation process, uh, my implant, uh, my skin didn't hold up and my implant got exposed. Oh God, okay. So I actually had to live with that implant for six months in me and I had to go for a bigger surgery. And uh, that was uh, actually, uh, it could have been very, very dangerous because it, I was in the uh, operation theater for over 11 hours. Oh, my God. And oh. Uh, I was in the ICU for three days. So I'm just grateful and thankful that uh, everyone's prayers worked and I'm uh, alive and happy. Thank God. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. And we're happy yes. to have you here. Thank you. At Hale and Hearty now, I can yes. say. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, even our research, and before I come to Dr. Verushka, says that uh, the recovery from a breast cancer probably could take from anywhere between a few months to maybe a few years, right? Yes, as and, rightly we just said, uh, yeah. And and a lot of time. chemotherapy sessions, radiotherapy right. sessions, and and also reconstructive surgeries True. and what so I mean so forth and so on, right? Yes. So from your experience, doctor, uh, two questions, if I if I right. may ask you, as Please. a medical professional, uh, you treat cancer patients. Right. How does it? make you feel when you meet them at a time but when that's probably the most devastating period in their life that's one right. and second if you could also throw light on a little bit of how much time does it take for this entire recovery process i know it's different for different people right right but uh, generally how much time does it take for a recovery if i can so manojia it's uh, we have richa here as our example it's um Devastating when we also find a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. We are suspicious when we examine a patient and we do see their scan reports. We already have a little suspicion. Yes, okay, she will have a diagnosis of this kind of a disease. But we're also human. To break the news, we of course have to do it subtly. But yet also to give an impression to the patient that we are confident enough to get you through it. Yeah. So professionally, medically, we are there to support you. We mm -hmm. do empathize. But yes, we need to take the strongest stand and get you through the whole journey Correct. so that you're not afraid, you're not scared to come for your treatments, whatever they may be, mm -hmm. and to give you the courage to be able to defeat such a disease. Mm. So it's not a death sentence. Of course not. We yeah. have good latest technologies to diagnose you well, to decide which stage you come in. And even if you are in later stage still, we can treat you. Um, so that's the first question. Okay, thank you. Uh, the second question would be, yes, it depends on the stage when a patient comes to us. It depends on the morphology and the physiology of the patient herself. Okay. In terms of her age, her comorbidities, what else, her family history, her genetic makeup. Mm -hmm. And it also depends on the biology of the tumor. Mm. So we have some tumors, although we say cancer is not um, good but there are some of them which are good ones and some a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. So it all depends on that. And the treatment varies from surgery with or without chemotherapy, with about radiation, then with the reconstructive part. We have immunotherapy right now and we have targeted therapies also. So if I, if a patient has to go through all that, it could be at least a year and a half or minimum could be with just surgery, with reconstruction or without, maybe two to three months. Mm. Okay. But she has to follow up throughout life. For, to check whether there's any recurrence or how she's doing. So it is a big burden, not only for the patient, but also for the family. Mm, As I, I said, it's imagine. not a solo disease. It's a social, economic and physiological turndown for the patient. Yeah.
Oh, okay. I can imagine. I'm sure, Richard, you've gone through that as well. I mean, I remember um, I got a small growth over here, and I rushed to Doctor Verushka when it, it became a little hard, mm-hmm. right? And the first thing when I was, she said. doesn't look like anything mm-hmm. wrong but that scare of just having an external growth over here for 3 4 days scared the life out of me right so i can imagine what what you would have gone through uh, on that connection when you spoke about the treatment takes how long did it take for you for the entire treatment you said so it did uh, take me uh, close to a year and a half to finish okay, my entire uh, like dr uh, rightly said uh, and it does take that much time because the energy levels drop and uh your the stamina drops so kind of to get back to normal uh, as normal as one can be and i think i'm better than what i was mm. when before i was diagnosed uh, because then you start taking care of yourself in and a certain that, yeah. way um it just does take one and a half year minimum and then it has to be followed up uh with the regular checkups and so on oh, so yeah, okay that's a lifetime thing I'm, i guess yeah. right yeah yeah and, and you know one is the time the second is the cost associated to these right. treatments right <clears throat> again depends on where you're getting yourself treated what kind of right. uh, medical insurance cover do you have so probably i'll try to touch upon some okay. of those as well um uh, our studies say that a chemotherapy could cost anywhere between 20 to 40000 dirhams yes. over here depending again to which hospital you're going yes. and if you're talking about 16 chemotherapy sessions that's a lot of money right, a right. radiotherapy session could probably cost 100000 120000 dirhams and above Right. and forget about the reconstructive surgery and that's going to yes. be so so uh, it's an expensive disease to 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 have right um and these cost uh, if you don't have if you're not planned for it properly and no one can plan for a disease no. well in advance right so maybe i can just reach a come back to you you said you had all these sessions of uh, chemotherapy and you had a zurich policy also a critical illness plan right thankfully um did that in in any form or shape help you from to, to recover on all of these costs etc absolutely absolutely i um I honestly I stumbled upon the critical illness policy because uh, when I was in a corporate job the the difference of the, in the premium between a regular insurance and the uh, the premium covering critical in- illness was very small so mm-hmm. I said might as well and that's why i yeah i i just stumbled on it and i was very lucky because you know you don't plan for that, it, such things it, and one it. should yeah. um i personally believe that one should plan for the worst uh, and then hope for the best that's yeah. what you need to do and um i actually when i when i was diagnosed and i went through um all these pain points mm. of uh, how expensive it is the the coverage came at the right time so i was not stressed about the financial bit my family was not stressed about the financial bit and when that financial burden is off you you're only focusing on getting better yeah, you're correct. only focusing on recovery you're not focusing on how am i going to pay for my next chemo session and how am i going to pay for my next uh, radiation or my reconstructive surgery yeah, so correct. it really came at a good time and uh, thankfully so yeah thankfully absolutely uh, doctor if i can turn towards you uh, have you had situations where patients uh, who have a lot of who have a proper medical insurance i mean health card right. with them they come up when the treatment starts it li- reaches the limit there's a limit and then they don't have enough 
their savings are not enough to take care of these expenses because we discussed about it. I mean, 16 right. chemotherapy sessions at 20 or 30,000 dirhams is expensive. And some of these health cards don't have those limits. Have you faced such situations? And yes, we face it. I can say around 70% of the time. Oh, yeah. God, is it? So, yeah. So, um, it's really sad because patients do get different kinds of insurances and they're not, um, I would say not conned into taking the wrong one. But there are always some loopholes in every insurance and our patients have limits. And as you know, as we rightly said, it would go up to 300,000, 500,000 at least to the have expenses. a good… The expenses, yeah? yeah. So for our regular family, medium class service, it becomes very difficult to get the right treatment Correct. at a good hospital. Correct. And luckily here, at least… We had a very good, I had a personal good experience with uh, Zurich okay. as well. And I would say, yes, you need to have a good coverage for critical illness, which other insurance don't do. Okay. Um, they would have a lot of exclusion criteria, mm. where especially in breast, uh, for a woman, it's like an amputation. Yeah. So reconstruction is a very important part in the rehabilitation process okay. for cancer, which is never covered in most of the insurance companies. Um, so there it's again demoralizing for a patient, as Richard rightly said, um, knowing that the financial part will be taken care of, you know that you can get better. Just think about yourself. It's a part where finance is all important. Without money, you can't get treatment. And without treatment, you don't get better. Mm, and then Absolutely. the stress factor increases and then you add on more to yourself. So um, it's very important to get a very good critical illness coverage. And personally, I think Zurich, I have personal experience with them. It's something really worth having. That's music to my ears. Thank no, you. it is really <laughs> worth having because there are no questions asked from Zurich. Uh, there are no questions, no, uh, besides a diagnosis, that's it. They don't need anything more. And personally, they do cover it within 72 hours. I have personally gone through it and I would really recommend anybody to have a critical illness coverage see i mean that's the moment of truth for us and we yes. all live by those standards right so thank you for that um maybe again you know when when we look at breast cancer for instance when we spoke about the kind of different treatments one has to go through the cost associated to it as well but also there's another thing that many time most of the time people overlook and that's I call it the cost of recovery, mm, right? One is the cost of treatment itself. And the treatment could last for a year, year and a half, two, yes. right? Sometimes and in critical situations could go further, even more, right? And while you're getting treated, there's a heavy cost, 500,000, 600,000, 300,000, whatever that may be, depending on the Stage. hospitals you're getting treated at, right? Uh, but there's also a cost of recovery. And uh, you are an entrepreneur, right? Yes. You uh, you run your own business. So maybe this might not have impacted you that much. That's what people would think, right? But I'd like to know that when you had to be, I mean, did you have to take time off work while you had to go through all this treatment? Yes. Uh, so I did take a couple of weeks off. Okay. Actually, I would say uh, close to three months because there are two kinds of uh, chemotherapy sessions. Okay. So when I was taking the uh, uh, something called Taxol. It was, I could still work. Okay. I had the energy and the capacity to work and do my regular errands. But, um, I was lucky again because when I was diagnosed, it was COVID times and everybody was working from home. Okay. So I still continued working from home. But when I was taking the heavier dosage of AC, I was completely 
uh, not able to focus on anything. It mm. was I was I did not know whether it was day or night. Mm. So I was that bad. But uh, so luckily, yeah, luckily I kind of oh, I I I could overcome it because I knew at the back of my mind that um you know i'm covered everything is taken care of and uh, on that note i also want to thank zurich because like doctor said the insurance amount i sent the uh, the report of my diagnosis before i went for my first surgery the money was in my bank and that is big it's like you know it's somebody's taken off a big burden off you off and you. now you need to just focus on getting better correct indeed indeed i mean uh, so that so thanks for sharing that while you were off work for these 3 months Uh, and maybe again post that the treatments did that impact work uh i actually have a brilliant team oh wonderful uh, yeah so i have around 11 people uh, 11 uh, team members who were with me mm-hmm. and uh, they did not uh, believe that i was unwell mm. so they put the same amount of pressure on me they gave me the same pain points they spoke to me all the time so they didn't make me feel like i was going through anything so i was as uh, on the job i had my uh, eye on the ball as much as possible and uh, they kept uh, things going actually they made you normal. feel as as yes. normal as you said yes. right it's been refreshing to be engaged while you're going through absolutely. all the treatments and stuff absolutely for an employee like us at 9 to 5 9 to 5 who works 9 to 5 9 to 9 maybe now <laughs> for for employees it could be devastating right dr veruska have you seen situations where people who are working in corporates and they have to go through this long treatment and situations where they're not able to attend to work regularly yes. situations where that could have resulted in a loss of employment as well yes, have you course. seen those situations there is, could you talk there is first a fear of that because besides covid came in mm-hmm. so the last 3 years patients were very scared to take leave so they used to literally ration their leave and then we would tell them okay so you know this chemo cycle will be a little bit more devastating so rather you take leave for that but even then they used to work even from home you know during the covid times so of course yes we have patients who have lost their jobs we have patients who have lost their family we have patients who have lost a lot more than just only themselves going through the whole process so it's um it's sad that's the moment of truth when you see that you're living in a real world and Absolutely. it's not any uh, magic or humane sometimes for the patient what they're going through so because it's become so common that people don't take it as something serious if you've not gone through it yourself yeah. so it's quite and disheartening these, and these treatments do have a lot of impact on your of health of course i mean it has on your health it has on your mental, mental health status. financial health as of well course. right financial health is the number one problem that we've seen in our patients yeah there are some patients who have delayed treatments because they didn't have the funds to go ahead they went to um charity organizations but even for that you have to prove a lot of criteria there are many people going for it so we had patients who've delayed treatment for the more than 3 to 6 months even if our hospital did help our hospital god bless with prime we do help a lot of patients who go through this uh we subsidize a lot we don't charge as consultants for anything even if it was investigation just the minimum so we can save as much as they can for the major uh, issues that would um, happen so we have seen a lot yeah and delay treatments can delay their response and can delay the diagnosis to a different stage so we've had patients who come back later yeah oh, oh, with a different stage and then 
it's sad then we have to go back so and and if they delay this treatment then that could also mean the cancer could aggravate during it that does. time right it does oh, it, it does, does. Oh, it's so. like a bomb ticking so if you don't have uh, it's a window period there's a window period from a diagnosis till you get your treatment and you complete your treatment correct and then what happens further that's called uh, the follow ups but if you miss that golden period that's difficult so financial issues are very important to be sorted at that point of time from diagnosis you know it's strange that you say that because when we talk to a lot of probable customers and talk to them about the importance of protecting themselves against any critical illness and we talk to uh, probable women customers and talk about breast cancer everybody is scared uh, i mean they think what what if it this happens to me but not many are planned so when we try to tell them how do you stay planned right they look at the cost of paying the premium versus you know a remote possibility but do you think doctor towards you probably these days it's it's more prevalent it's very common very common i would say it's so common that we had a study saying um every 2 minutes now we diagnose a patient with breast Seriously? cancer in the whole world yeah okay. oh every 2 minutes so our organization prime we see i just diagnosed two patients today yeah today so today so you can imagine um we're seeing more and more which is very sad because we just don't know the cause so i wish we were never in denial so I it wish. comes to it com- comes to denial it cannot happen to me so that's where we go wrong yeah yeah i know and, and you know uh, some of some of us when if, if god forbid we have to go through the cancer and if, right. if women have to go through breast cancer and because of that they lose their jobs then they have a double problem one is they have to arrange the money for the cost of treatment and then they have to arrange the money for their day day to day expenses as well and where does that come from from their savings so they're depleting on their savings if they have any right yes. which they would have ideally kept for a future maybe a retirement or uh, you know education university education for their children any instances like that where people have come and confessed and told you that hey this yes. is Yes. This has happened to us. Yes, we've had. Sorry, I'm do- asking I'm a sorry. lot of questions, Doctor. Richard, because we see a lot of these patients, yeah, and we're so helpless because how do you give them chemotherapy? The drugs are so expensive. Right. How do you give that? So, um, at least uh, UAE has a very nice um, program, uh, the Basma program, which they also try to re- uh, recruit those kind of patients who cannot p- uh, pay for their private setups, but they're also they have a limit, so it also reaches the high amount. but we've had patients who had to stop treatment we had to do so many things and transfer them to another center and then they would have to come back because you know they didn't get enough treatment so we've had a lot of that here yeah. and maybe moving on to a little bit of uh, we spoke a lot about treatment we spoke a lot about recovery cost of recovery time it takes to recover um, if you had to rewind and i'll come to you on this question as a bit if richa if you had to rewind a little bit and say things that i could have done um better to keep myself maybe prevented from cancer is that something that you would have done and the reason i'm asking this question is many people think that a lot of things could be done to prevent right I, i'm sure there could be doctor you could advise us but from a from a common per- man per- person's perspective what do you think you could have done right so um yes of course uh, there are a lot of uh, ways to prevent being unhealthy and it's not only about cancer uh, eat right exercise uh, you know uh, whatever is right for you in in terms of you know don't uh, 
indulge in uh, in the doing like extra excessive smoking drinking or whatever it is but i like dr rightly said uh, you know we don't know the cause of cancer Correct. and uh, uh, you know i can take my own example that in my case it was hormonal oh. right so they could they could only say it's hormonal driven cancer so there is um, i was the fittest when i was diagnosed Oh yeah okay. I was I have been uh, trekking I have uh, summited a mountain which is 5400 odd feet and wow. all of that and I was the fittest I had ever been in my entire life and the next thing I knew I had cancer so uh, yes it's good to be healthy but uh, it is very very important to not live in denial like doctor said and the the best preventive measure that you can take for yourself is to go for regular checkups and not live in denial and that's that's something that I would go for Thank you and what right. would be I your agree. take? I agree. Yeah. Like Richa rightly got it. She hit it on the head that we don't know the cause. There are many risk factors, Correct. but I can tell you the fittest person can also go through it. Okay. So we don't know as we say it's hormonal, could be genetic, it could be family uh um illness. So we exactly cannot pinpoint the cause. So it's multifactorial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even if you have all the boxes not ticked for the risk factors, you can still be a, be a patient of cancer, yeah. So in terms of yes you can try to still be fit uh no excessive smoking alcohol but I would rightly correct myself that those are not the only co- uh risk factors there are so many that we can't even pinpoint and which research still doesn't know the cause so it's impossible to say how can you prevent it so so why you can her? only screen it yeah? yeah okay come to be screened okay. don't be in denial okay come to be checked up as soon as you're 25 even 20 my youngest sorry to say is 21 and we're getting it in a very younger age group so even if they were to think of saving life savings you don't have savings at 21 Correct. or even you just started at, your career at 35 probably. 40 you're just trying to get Correct. hold of your life so we're getting at a younger age group so savings doesn't come into the picture so that's why even finance would be an issue even though i'm being a medi- i'm a medical profession but i'm talking about a lot of finance why because that's the real world that's what we are facing We have all the technology, we have all the treatments available till date what we can do. But the sad thing is it has to be coupled with some um help from everywhere else. Correct. So the first step is not to be in denial, yes. not to think that it's not going to happen to you. Obviously take care of yourself is what you're what we're what you're both saying. Come for checkups and screenings. Right? From your ex- come for regular checkups and screenings, right? Okay. Have a critical illness plan. Yes, that's <laughs> right? important. Because financially that, I mean the last thing that you want to think Uh, when you were diagnosed of a, of a breast cancer is oh where am i going to get the money from right mm-hmm. just buy the critical illness plan send the diagnosis report to zurich and we'll take care of that so that takes care of the treatment and uh, you know plan it in such a way the coverage that if you have to be off work for a long time it also takes care of your expenses right, right? right. that's that's what we our viewers would want to hear what can they do to prevent if right, they are diagnosed right. what should they do what are the costs around it how what's the kind of treatment and what's the kind of time they'll have to be off work i think we probably covered everything thank you very much richa you, for being here it was wonderful to have you here thank dr varushka thank, thank you so once much. again thank you for, for having us here yeah. it's a wonderful thank evening you. spent together with you yes, thank, thank you thank you, thank you.